Welcome to the Meta Skincare Podcast, where we educate our listeners about everything and anything related to the skincare industry. My name is Emily, esthetician and skincare educator, and I will be your host. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Emily here, better known as the Meta Fairy. And today we are talking about a very common skin condition, skin disorders that many, many Canadians, many Americans, many people on earth suffer suffer with and we're talking about rosacea redness sensitivity flaky skin rosacea Ugh, such a not a cool condition to have on the skin but it's okay because this condition can be manageable so this episode is for you if you have any rosacea and if even if it's a mild rosacea that you have it's going to be a very interesting episode for you to listen to because i'm going to share you my knowledge my tips and my treatment recommendations for you to utilize if you want to have a more manageable manageable <laughs> a more manageable skin condition of rosacea so let's dive right in so what is rosacea? So it's a common skin disorder that causes redness, sensitivity, and visible blood vessels on the face. So depending on the degree slash level of rosacea that you have, some people may have the papular pustular rosacea where there's a presence of inflamed red bumps and pustules on the forehead, the nose, cheeks, and chin on top of the erythema, so the blushed looking skin. So not not fun. <laughs> um, the exact cause of this condition is still quite unknown, but there are some that are linked to poor blood circulation, genetic predisposition. So especially those with an Irish, Scottish, English, or Scandinavian backgrounds, these people are more susceptible to this skin, skin condition. Um, anyone that has digestive disorders, a sluggish lymphatic system, bacteria and mites that are attached to the skin cells. So you can see there's many causes to this skin condition. It can be a multitude of those causes together or it can, it can be just one. But, you know, there's been a lot of researches on this skin condition and they still don't know the exact cause of this, you know, disorder. It's kind of like acne. Um, you know, there are causes, but it, it, it's kind of hard to pinpoint one exact cause of where it all began. One thing for sure that is probably that I've seen in a lot of our patients is that if it is in your, in your genes, so if your mom has it, your uncle, your aunt, if it's anywhere in your family, there are bigger chances that you will develop it in your life. So you just have to learn how to deal with it because there's one thing that I always mention to everyone or anyone that comes in through the doors that have rosacea. I, I always make it really important for them to understand that this condition will never disappear. We can control it. We can manage it. We cannot cure it and we cannot take it out of your body. It's in your DNA. It's in your genes. It will always be there. So you will always have the predisposition of having a rosacea type skin once you develop it. All right. So don't worry. There are some things that you can do, but you just have to be um, aware that even if you do a series of treatment and then, you know, your rosacea is under control, just make sure that you understand that it will come back. You need to maintain the 
situation. It's not just going to go away on itself. You need to maintain it for the rest of your life. Okay. So now the dramatic part is over. <laughs> I'm here to provide you with some tips to help you deal with the rosacea situation. So my top tips would be number one, to reduce your flare-ups as much as possible. So we're dealing with an inflammation disorder, right? So flare-ups can be triggered by a lot of different things. First and foremost, unprotected sun exposure or just sun exposure in general. There's a lot of heat in the UV rays. So because we are dealing with an inflammation disorder, we want to stay away from that as much as we can. Now, I'm not saying that you need to stay inside forever. Um, you just need to be diligent about protecting your face. So wearing a hat, making sure you're not, you know, laying down in the sun and you know, because it will make your flare-ups much worse. Um, some people that have rosacea cannot tolerate a chemical UV ray filter. So you may want to opt with a physical filter instead, which is super easy to, to obtain. If you haven't checked out our um, Color Science product, please do. They are awesome. Um, and yes, so sun exposure is a number one thing that you need to be aware of. Now, <laughs> caffeine, alcohol, cigarettes... These are all things that will affect the, the circulation levels of your skin. So you're not helping the redness situation when you're going overboard with these things. Now, I'm not saying, again, that you need to be super like a saint and not drink or smoke or anything. But ideally, you want to limit your consumptions. Um, a classic example, when you're, you know, you're, you have a dinner party and you're drinking red wine and you're having spicy foods, you feel, you know, when you feel your cheeks getting hot? That's the heat retention, guys. And when you have rosacea, that situation will create flare-ups. So just, just think when you, if ever you do have a night that you have a dinner party and you have red wine and you have spicy foods and you may have a few smokes, just prepare yourself mentally that maybe the next day you're going to have a flare-up, okay? Um, like I said, you want to be able to control the situation. You won't be able to completely eliminate it, but it's just to help you out here so try to limit those you know <laughs> those <laughs> those nights but I do understand that it's nice to have you know those nights once in a while we're all human right um, and another thing would be extreme temperatures so if you have a hot tub make sure that you don't stay in it for too long or extreme hot showers will not help the redness either you know everything in moderation guys right and the last and foremost stress <laughs> stress will never be a friend to us guys stress is not something that will help our skin it actually makes us age <laughs> not just our skin but the other organs that we have inside of us stress is not good so if ever you have you know a period of time that you're super stressed and then you notice that your skin is flaring up it's because of the stress and the cortisol levels that are going up and down in your body it's just not it's making everything unbalanced in your system so it's okay. That is the cause or one of the causes of your flare-ups. So these tips are things that you can do on your own, you know, habit-wise. Now we're going to talk about treatments. What kind of treatments you can do to help your skin topically, um, you know, to kill or help the rosacea. So you can go the prescription way if you want. So this, the, the prescription such as like Metrogel or Mirvaso, um, you need to use it on a daily basis. So as soon as you stop using that, tap, that, that topical gel prescription, your rosacea will come right back. So basically it's just putting it to sleep. Um, it will diminish your breakouts. It will diminish your redness, but you will need to use it every single day of your life. Okay. Um, people that have insurance, this may be covered by your insurance, so it could be a bonus thing to have, uh, but you just have to keep in mind that you're going to need to take it every single day of your life. 
Um, the second option would be to go the treatment way. So you want to do IPLs. So intense pulse light will kill the mites that are kind of like hanging around in your skin cells that are creating the bacteria and creating the breakouts of your rosacea. So what we do is that we use a specific wavelength to alleviate the inflammation, the redness, and the pimples that are caused by the condition. Usually you would do a series of three or four um, at a four to six week interval. It really depends on your skin type again. Um, and then you would maintain once every six months. So it's not as time consuming um, as having a prescription because when you have the prescription, you need to use it every day in order to see the results. Whereas an IPL, once you've done your initial series, you just kind of maintain it every, you know, three to four to six to seven months. You know, it really depends again on your condition. Um, but I do find that IPL, like from the, from our clients that we have, we have both clients that have, that take the prescription and some do the treatments. And I find that a lot of them prefer the treatment way because they don't have to think about it every day. Um, and some skins really can't tolerate the prescription either. Um, and again, it depends on your budget and your lifestyle. You know, it, it, you just have to make the choice that works better for you. But those are the two main options that you can go for to really help and manage the, um, the rosacea. <laughs> These are the two ways that you can go for to help manage your rosacea situation. Now, in terms of home care, this is where it gets really personalized. So again, you could have rosacea, but you could have an oily skin. You could have a dehydrated skin. You could have a skin that is sensitive. Well, obviously sensitivity and rosacea go hand in hand, but you'd be surprised. Some people aren't that sensitive and they have rosacea. Like it's, it's rosacea is a kind of like acne again. It's very tricky to have a, a precise handle on it because there's so many causes that can influence the condition. Um, but because again, we are dealing with an, an inflammation disorder it's very important that you have elements in your home care that are there to cocoon your lipid barrier in order to keep the protection of your skin intact. So I've talked about lipid barrier before. It's kind of like the bodyguard of your skin, right? And when your lipid barrier is completely unbalanced, so whether you strip your skin, that would be the classic example. If you strip your skin out with really harsh and not good products, your lipid barrier is going to have micro cracks in it going to let all the moisture out and let all the irritants in, making it even more sensitive or sensitized so that you're reacting to everything. So whatever your home care is, if you have rosacea, you want to make sure that you have elements in there that are there to protect and hydrate and really rebuild and repair that lipid barrier because it is constantly aggressed because of that rosace rosacea situation, okay? So it's a constant battle, but as soon as you've got that, you know, that routine set in that really helps your skin be intact, then you let it to the treatments and or the prescription to help the rosacea condition. But you want to make sure that your home care regimen is on point, that it's cocooning your skin, that it's repairing your skin, and that you're not aggressing it with ingredients that are not suited for your skin type. Obviously, you want to stay away from essential oils. You also want to stay away from high doses of vitamin C, pure form. If you have rosacea, I do not recommend pure forms of vitamin C. I prefer to go with a more stable form instead. I've talked about this before. If you want to check out um, my YouTube channel, I just did a video on vitamin C and I explained the difference between 
a stable form of vitamin C and an unstable form of, of vitamin C. But yes, if you have rosacea, I would really stay away from unstable vitamin C because it can be, if your skin's already inflamed because of the rosacea, you might not be able to tolerate it. Again, every skin is different, but generally speaking, I do not recommend vitamin C for someone that has rosacea. Um, and obviously you don't want to over exfoliate your skin. I know there's a current trend that exfoliation is like the new thing. Uh, to keep your skin young and to you know even out your skin tone which is true but if you're overdoing it you're just going to reverse all the things that you're doing with your well not reverse but like you're you're just going to go against what you're trying to achieve with your home care so just make sure that you're not over exfoliating and if you are a rosacea patient stay away from scrubs um, because mechanical exfoliation can be more irritating to your skin you want to stick with chemical or even enzymes and I know sometimes when we think about exfoliation we want something that's like you want to feel it right you're like you're putting it on your skin and you're not feeling anything you're like well is it really doing anything yes it is especially the enzymes I have one in the Gino line that we carry the uh, gommage biologique Enzymes are awesome because everyone can use them. Even the most sensitive skin types can use them and you're getting an exfoliating exfoliating action on your skin. So just because you're not feeling anything, it does not mean that it's not working. You need to take that out of your head if that's how you think. Because in skincare, just because it, you know, it just because it doesn't hurt or doesn't sting or doesn't feel like it's doing anything, it doesn't mean that it's not. Okay? But yes, very important Try to have some calming ingredients in there. Try to have some calming products in there. I'm not saying that you can't use, you know, collagen and peptides and, you know, all those awesome ingredients, but make sure that you have something to balance out the routine so that you are taking care of that lipid barrier and that cocooning action that your skin really, really needs. So I truly hope that this podcast episode helped you out if you have rosacea or if you think you have rosacea. I'm going to say this real quick. I do find that if you have papular postular rosacea, some people may confuse it with acne or people that have acne confuse it with rosacea. This is where you need to go see a professional to help you out because you can't really self-diagnose yourself on Google. Like guys, don't do that. Book a consultation, go see a professional such as us. Um, We know the difference um, and we'll ask you the right questions in order to know what the root of the problem is. I hope that the tips, the tricks, the recommendations that I've given you will help you understand your condition. If you have rosacea, don't worry about it. Unfortunately, it's something that you're going to have to deal with it forever. (laughs) But you can do a lot of things to help out the situation. And don't worry, it's fully manageable. We have a ton of clients that came to us at first and had really bad rosacea. And now because they did their initial series and, you know, they're taken care of, you know, the condition is much more manageable. Yes, you can get some flare-ups here and there, but they have the tricks in their pockets in order to deal with the rosacea. And just a little side note on the repairing thing of the lipid barrier. Lipid barrier is really important to keep intact because it will help your skin heal quicker if you have a condition an inflammation condition such as rosacea if your lipid barrier is completely unbalanced it's going to be harder for your skin to heal itself so that's why it's important to really and even if you don't have rosacea and you're listening to this make sure that your lipid barrier the bodyguard of your skin is in good health because when you're trying to repair your skin you're trying to make it healthy 
it's easier for the skin to go towards that than if your lipid barrier is completely imbalanced. So it's not just for rosacea people, it's for everyone. But yes, very important to consider in your skincare regimen. So we're going to finish on this note. If you guys have any questions, any comments, any if you need any help, recommendations, you can always shoot me a DM on Instagram at the Meta Fairy or at Meta Aesthetics. All the links are below. You can contact us through the emails as well, metaesthetique at gmail.com. So I hope you guys have a truly amazing day and we will chat very, very soon.